Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Hillman Morning Show On Demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com. Captain Double Standard. That's right. Yeah. So, That's uh, a good mic point. drop. Yeah. All right. What, what a whore. Yeah, okay, but you, you yeah, also... Yeah, you were there. You didn't have sex with her at another time before she had sex with you for the first time. So... We are, um, we are currently going inside the warped female brain. And it is 8 o'clock here at WAAF-FM and HD1 Westboro, Boston, WEEI HD2 Lawrence, and WWBX HD2 Boston. 774 text. I recently proposed to my girlfriend in March. Congratulations. Sorry. She has been getting really upset because I haven't agreed to talk about setting a date for the wedding. It has been three months since we got engaged and it's it's causing problems. Should I be talking about the wedding so soon after getting engaged? Bruh, you well, clearly have yeah. men have no idea how long it takes to plan a wedding and what kind of effort goes into it. And if you're inclined to pick up your phone right now and text in, oh, my husband and I planned a wedding within two weeks and it was great and everyone had fun. Save it. This is obviously a situation where she's got to have the perfect venue, the perfect dresses, the right flowers, because Instagram. Um, And, you know, I mean, I don't think it's unrealistic to talk about it. Maybe, Maybe you're not comfortable rushing into it. But you have to remember guys don't get this as much because they don't wear a visible trigger that shows they got engaged. Women wear a ring. It's very obvious. And the first question people ask you is, Mm -hmm. have you set a date yet? Mm -hmm. And if you tell them, no, we're just content to be engaged for now. We'll get married a little bit down the line. We're not rushing it. They're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's not going to last. 617 texts. I went out on a date with this girl. We hit it off. We ended up in bed together. Mm -hmm. The only problem is she totally freaked out about 15 minutes after we did it. Sure. Now now I am steering clear of her and she is losing her mind because I won't get back to her. What is going on in her mind? You're not really helping the situation by not getting back to her. Just, you know, understand that the, the sex thing can be, you know, some people whatever it is what it is like it's a that's a very personal intimate experience sometimes people freak out for various reasons Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. just send her a nice little text here and there and then maybe block her if you have to (laughs) maybe put Um, a bat in your car uh, (laughs) keep a glove in there too in case you get pulled over just in case and a ball uh (laughs) let's see there's a girl this is a uh, 508 text there's a girl that i hold on let me just move the text machine here there's a girl that i've been talking to for about six months and she said originally that she didn't want a relationship, 
But then when I told her that I was going on a date with somebody else, she got angry. What is the reason for this? Well, uh, there's an actual scientific reason behind it, and I'm going to let a friend of ours explain to you exactly what that is. You've been friend zone. Can you believe it? So she's mad. Come on. He's been friend zoned, and she's mad that he's going on a date? Yeah, because when you friend, that's the only way to get out of the friend zone is going out with someone else, which means the original chick that the guy liked gets ignored and she can't handle that. So now she's interested in him. As soon as he breaks it off with the new chick and says, hey, I'm available, Uh she's going to dust him again. Oh, that's classic friend zone. So she told, in order to get out of going out with him, Mm -hmm. she said, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not into a relationship. But now, in her psychotic brain, She's angry that he's going on a date right. with somebody else. Yeah. So he should just ignore her, right? Yeah, ignore just it. ignore. Yeah. Ignore. Uh, let's see. Um, I was supposed to... Here's a 774 text. I was supposed to get married tomorrow. My fiance, ex-fiance, oh. and her new boyfriend are headed to Maryland. How should I spend the weekend? Drinking. <laughs> yeah. Get drunk on a plane. Get That's drunk it. on a boat. Drunk on a plane. Right? Oh, yeah. yes. Do that. Yes. And, and congratulations. Uh, Bullet dodged. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's a 508 text that says, we just got married, and it seems like every question that we get is about having kids. Right. It comes from every woman in my life except mm-hmm. my wife. Is it the worst thing in the world to be married and not have kids? Evidently, yes. And I, you know, I talk, I, I mention this a lot when, when we talk about, you know, the issues with the, the, you know, the April Fool's pregnancy joke posts and stuff like that. People always are in your face because it used to be that defining success in life meant you bought you, you in whatever order you bought a house or you got married, you bought a house, and you had kids. Right. 2019, it's not like that. We do stories all the time about how younger people in certain age groups are opting to travel. Travel comes homes. first. Yeah, travel. Or absolutely. dogs. Yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. dogs come right. first. Mm-hmm. And they're not as right. focused on having kids or not as focused on having kids, you know, in their 20s and early 30s. They want to do some stuff first and wait. But a lot of people still have that mindset that the natural next step is, well, you're going to get married. When are you going to have kids? And if you tell them, A, we're not ready, or B, we're not interested in having kids, people, the oh, well, you'll change your mind someday. You'll you, you don't want to be alone when you're old, you know. I was with Lucid Lindy one time. Uh, this is decades ago, in which uh, he had proposed to a young lady that he wanted to marry, and unfortunately, she had said no, which was then, a good thing. Uh, which, which ended <laughs> She's married up, to a multi multi millionaire. <laughs> it ended up it ended up being a good thing, but. Uh, Lucid Lindy proceeded yeah. to, to uh, lose the engagement ring that he had purchased, or perhaps he he went officer in a gentleman's style oh. and and drank it with uh, some kind of a brandy or something. With a shot of, right in front of you, and it never it never reappeared. But that's what happens. That's what that guy needs to do. He needs to go get drunk on a plane, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, here's a 508 text as we go inside the warp female brain. I dated a girl, and then she wanted to get serious, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she wanted to put a label on it, so we became exclusive. Uh, and then uh, she has just told me that she is pregnant. 
uh, and uh, sh- uh, she's we've broken up. She's claiming that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will not let me go to the doctor's appointment with her. Uh, what do you think is What do you think is well, going, What do you think is going? I on? would go ahead and pull up it. Let's see. See if you can get an ultrasound. Uh, and if there's no name or hospital or date, if that information's been cropped out, why don't you go ahead and do a Google search on the word ultrasound, head over to the images tab, and look about three lines down and four over to the right, because that's usually when people get lazy when it comes to it, fake image searching on yeah. the internet, because yeah. they're like, well, I can't take the first picture, but, oh, let me scroll down a little, and, oh, I'm going to send him this one and make him think I'm pregnant. <laughs> uh, I can't tell you how many guy friends of mine this has happened to, but that's, you know... Y- you need to let her know, like, if she really, truly is pregnant. She needs yeah, to, call like, a lawyer. In, in make the lawyer make a phone call. One phone call from a lawyer. She's this gonna... is a child. Yeah. Uh, all right. I really enjoy when women want to go inside the warped female brain mm. with regard to another woman. And this is a real issue. I think most people have experienced this kind of a thing. 774 texts. Female here. I just found out that my best friend slash bridesmaid asked her boyfriend to get a hotel near my bachelorette Airbnb this weekend. How do I approach? I mean, I wouldn't make that big of a deal out of it. Is she friends with everyone else that's going to the party? Like, do you think she's just going to go to the thing with you guys and then skip out and spend the rest of the weekend with him? I'm not sure. I think sure. that's what the plan is, right? I'm, I'm, I don't, maybe she just needs some moral support. Maybe she just, maybe she's having a tough time. Maybe she, she has trouble Going away and try. There's so many reasons why that could be a thing. I mean, or maybe she's just a crappy friend and wants to smash her boyfriend all weekend. That, that was, but that was, I don't know. Maybe um, she doesn't trust her boyfriend and <laughs> wants him to come along Good instead point. of stay at home alone all weekend. Keep an eye on you. Yeah. I mean, but who invites the boyfriend to the bachelorette party? It's the exact opposite of what it is. Right. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, you're justifying it. I, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm because not. I, how many bachelorette parties have you been to with well, people that you don't like? Bro, so, bro parties are vastly different so than do, female so, parties. So do a lot of bachelorettes, they bring their boyfriend or they, or they put their boyfriend up at a hotel so that they can go to home to him at the end of the night? Yeah. Or really? they just need a respite because That's they don't know. Like, you know, this is the problem with these bachelorette party destination things because you get like 30 chicks together. Half of them don't get along. <laughs> this one doesn't want to go to this place. So that's why I love when I see these posed things. It's like, we all went to Bali for our bachelor, my bachelorette party. And like everyone's dressed beautifully and quaffed. And there's not one fat friend in the photo. Uh, and everything looks perfect. And everyone got along. And they all wanted to go to this, the same place. If you've ever been a bartender and you've ever had the stream of bachelorettes come in off the party bus, every single one of them saying, Mick Ultra, debit card, close it. Now you have to do 50 (laughs) transactions because they can't get it together. You know that two of them will be sitting there being like, ugh, I don't even know why she invited her. Like, they're not even friends anymore. Like, they don't even like each other. I I can't can't believe I have to, like, if she says one, if she looks at me one more time, it is on, Becky. Yeah, see, that's different because at a bachelor party, it's like, who's got ones? Basically. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. She shot that thing out of her what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this, a lot of texters think the boyfriend insisted on this because he doesn't trust Uh, her uh, on the bachelorette party. You think that's what it is? possible. Here's a 978 text that says, what kind of a guy says yes to that? Like she says, I'm going on a bachelorette party. You're going to get a hotel right next door. Because he probably hasn't had sex in two months. And she's like, that's (laughs) the only way it's going to (laughs) happen. A real guy calls 16 of his buddies and have a ripper. (laughs) 
All right. Well, that is going to do it this morning for Inside the Warped Female Brain, and it is 8-12. And now, it's your turn to talk as the Hillman Morning Show presents Hill Mail. What is the Titanic and St. Louis have in common? They both look good until they hit the ice. <laughs> On WAAF. All right, quick update. I am auctioning off a primo pair of Bruins tickets for tonight to benefit the Greg Hill Foundation. And there's two tickets. They are Loge 7, row 25. So great seats for tonight. Great seats for tonight. And if you like, you can join me between the second and third period for the ceremonial vodka chug. Excellent. Up in the Absolute Club. I'll be live on the Instagram tonight. Uh, but the uh, high bid is 1800 Is it still $1,800? Yes. Okay. So you would, have well to, uh, you would have to bid more than $1,800 by the end of the show today in order to get these tickets. And you can call your bid in at 617-764-9223, or you can text. And the text line is 97107. It's, it's a tax-deductible donation that you're going to make to the Greg Hill Foundation. We are a registered 501c3 charitable foundation. So um, call with your bid, or you can text over with your bid, and we will contact you. you got to get... Uh, I mean, these tickets are going online for right around... I mean, in the 300s... Yeah. There, uh, we're talking yesterday. They're around nine hundred bucks or whatever. So, um, this uh, at eighteen hundred, that's a steal. And you know, do get uh, write it off as an an expense. Right. Uh, take a client. Yeah, it's whatever. All right. Today's Hillmail voicemail messages are brought to you by East Coast Metal Roofing. Reach out today and find out uh, about how you can save ten percent off a brand new metal roof. It's eastcoastmetalroofing.com. That's eastcoastmetalroofing.com. Here are the very best Hillmill voicemail messages that have been left by you over the previous 24 hours. Wednesday, 7, 22 a.m. Danielle and LB. Fight, 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 fight. End of message. We've been good lately. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since you came back, you guys have been getting... I mean, one brief little thing. What was that thing yesterday about... Uh, what was I can't even remember. I, don't I don't remember. Know. I put it out of my head so quickly. We yeah. leave the, we leave the studio. We laugh and yeah. we fist bump. I mean, yeah. Yeah. people take the hook out. Yeah. Wednesday, seven forty-seven a.m. Don't worry, Stiz. It's not you. If you had a little bit of money, maybe a nice car, Danielle, be on you like a hot knife. End of message. <laughs> yep. Stiz has a nice car. I got a Corolla. Yeah. 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 And well, he keeps it nice, and he doesn't smoke in it. That's Points right. for that. Yes. Well, that's because he's an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why he doesn't smoke in it. <laughs> that's if right. he right. if, if he wasn't call. if he wasn't doing the Uber, he, oh. that th- that thing would look like Spicoli's van when it pulled <laughs> up be, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It'd be he's, an ashtray with airbags. He's an Uber driver. Yeah, you didn't know that. Oh my God. Oh yeah, you Can missed you that. Can you imagine? You missed the that. conversation that you have to have with that guy for oh, yeah. like your whole trip. Yeah. Ashtray with airbags, the title of the upcoming love story about Stan and me. <laughs> Wednesday, 12.01 p.m. Good morning, Hillmen Morning Show. You know who it is. Benedict Cumberbatch here. I just wanted to call in and say I'm really surprised. I'm surprised that I was not nominated by 
anybody, not even one person, to be the most hated caller. <laughs> Anyways, I think Scott from Weymouth is a shoo-in. Cheerio! End of message. Most hated caller bracket challenge up round two. We've gone from the Sweet 16 to the Elite 8. Scott from Weymouth is certainly there. Derek the Steelers fan is certainly there. So mm-hmm. make your picks at WAAF.com. And when you make a pick at WAAF.com in the Most Hated Caller Bracket Challenge, you are eligible to win passes to join us for this year's Miss Bakini Pageant at the uh, beautiful estate of the benefactor of this show, Ernie Bach Jr. So you'll be at Ernie's house. You'll get breakfast. You'll get to participate in the, in the whole broadcast. That's on June 21st this year. The uh, Miss Bikini Pageant. Wednesday, 1.35 p.m. All right, something's got to happen here. Either something else has got to be put into the contest, or everybody's got to vote for somebody else, because Scott from Wayne not be the best at anything. Please, guys. End of message. Oh, he's the best at being most hated. Right. I like how he said uh, he has a lot of friends and an awful lot of them hate him. He said that this yes. morning. That's what he said. It's, it's, he said it's nothing new for him. Right. He's got, a lot of, he's got a lot of friends. He said he's, he's also said he's very opinionated. Yeah. Oh, really? No, really? Oh, we didn't know that, oh. Scott. We just could never get <laughs> the opinion out of him. Uh. Wednesday, 6.33 p.m. Um, hi, my name is Becky. I got this number from a guy named Scott. I was feeling kind of depressed. and I can't afford therapy. Anyway, he told me I could call and talk about my feelings and my problems, and he'd just listen to me, talk out my feelings. Hey, did, did you just hang up on me? What the? God, that guy's such a jerk. Thanks for nothing, Scott. End of message. That's amazing. Wednesday, 11.42 p.m. Well, Greg, it's almost 12.30 at night. Still singing that stupid kangaroo song. <laughs> Think we can play that again today? End of message. I could. I could hear Moth that again today if you want. 5.58 a.m. Gonna take my horse to the old town road, ride until I can't no more. Hey, kid, talking about horse, my uncle James John, he, he's had a farm, he was a cowboy. <laughs> End of message. That was one of the funnest um, things we used to do as kids. I never. We ride our bikes two miles to, uh, uh, to White Fox, and mm-hmm. we could rent a horse for $2. Uh, I think it was two dollars for two hours, huh. and so we used to, you know, and it was you know a free ride. You could ride anywhere you wanted. Sure. You could gallop. You could do anything. It was huh. awesome. Never realized it until that call. But LB is is a very similar with his stories as I am with an ear moth. Like if you bring up a, a oh. topic, uh-huh. I, I can come up with an ear moth for any topic. Mm-hmm. If uh, somebody brings up any topic, LB can come up with some sort of a story from home that relates in some kind of uh, tertiary way to that particular topic. The key difference is you're usually a little bit more succinct with the uh, selection of Uh, earmoth that you choose to play. Yeah. All right. A texter wants to know if they just uh, accidentally tuned into the Wiggles satellite radio station. No. We flip formats. That's an earmoth from yesterday. And Aussie Paul has a comment on that. Yes, Paul. Good morning, Greg. Mr. Shulu. What's up? Hello. Um, so you made a big mistake yesterday regarding the didgeridoo. Yes. And that song, it's not a didgeridoo, it's a wobble boy. It's a piece of plywood he used to wobble in between. 
as is probably a common thing, I can't understand a word you're saying. Uh, can you speak? Uh, can you speak English? Yesterday, you said it was. Did you do that song playing? Yes. In the background. Uh, yes. No, it's a piece of plywood. It's a piece of plywood. It's not a didgeridoo in the in the yeah. beginning of it. Oh. Correct. Yes, yeah. so you use it like a wobbleboard. And, and let me ask you, like uh, you're doing pancakes. Let me ask you why the man would not use uh, a didgeridoo if he mentions a didgeridoo in the song. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can we add somebody to that the most great. hated? Can we add somebody to the most hated caller bracket, or is it too no, late? No, that guy was awesome. <laughs> oh, I love. Nah, he right? doesn't. You get a legit Aussie calling a guy out for faking it. Listen, Aussie Paul, he calls all the time. He's to call Maddie and Nick all the time. Yeah. He's he's good, but he doesn't. He's got to like speak so that people can understand what he's saying. Uh, hold well, on. Well, that's what they think about you in the land down that's, under. Right. Hello, Brian. Hey, kid. What's Yo, up, Brian? <laughs> you ever notice that if you take the word white? And you add any type of animal after it, uh, such as uh, fish, fox, uh, elephant. That describes a town in northern Canada that LB's always told in a story. <laughs> yes. White fish, white, uh-huh. uh, white fox, yeah. white beaver. Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is... Oh, sorry. Hold on. Let me do this. This is Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Uh, you, you know, I've been there that song, Tommy Kangaroo, Dow Mates, and so I was five years old. It's like thinking Baby Shark represents America. All right. I'm just glad you have an earmoth Baby Shark. Uh, I'm not going to earmoth Baby Shark. I am not going Grandma to. Grandma Shark uh, is what my uh, shoe stop. likes. Stop. Uh, let's see. Actually, 508 texter, you're a twat. Well, I won't say the word, but to answer your your text to me, you're actually one. Right, Pat. I'm not one. You're one. Yeah, you are. Uh, Here's the weather. It's brought to you by Massachusetts Health Connector, mahealthconnector.org. And it's going to be cloudy today with rain possible. The temperature is going to be 74 for a high. That uh, that 508 texter invalidated their entire tweet by doing one key thing. What? Y-O-U-R, a twat. Oh, <laughs> so is that what they said? Yeah. Y-O-U-R? Yeah. That's one of your most hated things. I love it because uh, anytime someone, ins- they're like, oh, you're such a bitter B, Danielle, or something like that. And I'll just write back, asterisk, Y-O-U, apostrophe, R-E. It invalidates the entire argument. <laughs> makes you feel better? It makes me feel, compl- it makes me feel better. And then they're like, oh, it was autocorrect. I'm like, mm, I don't think so. Here's a 978 text. We should read these in the angry texter voice. Okay. Do you see that one right there? Uh, uh, don't wh- don't what, say the F word. What's the um, uh, area code again? Uh, f- uh, 978, that Australian song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. That Australian song effing sucks and it's not funny. People lose their S over the simplest thing. Previous text was, a quick earmoth, okay, but that frequently and that long? Somebody peed in somebody's Vegemite. So what their issue is... Their issue is that the song, uh, that it played for too long. Yeah, you played too much of it. I see. Okay. Speaking of being upset, what were you upset about this morning about our president? You were all, you had your panties in a bunch this morning in the office. It's ridiculous that he leaves England on an official state visit and then he heads, where does he go? Right to his own golf course in Ireland. Well, Well, he's got to promote his business as president of the United States. His failing business. Where else would you go? Your own golf course. Rando Ding LB. That's what he was doing. He was trying to get a Rando Ding. So wait, your issue is that the president left the official uh, state trip to to England. Yeah. 
and then he went to his own golf course in where was it in Ireland? Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I guess probably he shouldn't do that. It's 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 kind of a it's kind of a lame move. I mean, I was he trying to get attention for the golf course? I can't Is believe he, you're say, you are saying that. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I, I as, call it as I, someone who's cheap. I, I call it like he I knows see he it. can play for free there, <laughs> right? Stay for right? free, play yeah. even though it'll free. cost like a million bucks to get everybody over there. It's like I can play for free. I'm just going to that one. I mean, he could have gone to the one in Scotland, that huge one in Scotland or wherever, but no, nah. um, gonna well, play for free there. Well. Did he do it? I mean, is the guy... Let me ask you this. If you're a... This is the first time that we've had a legit businessman. Right. I know people are going to lose their mind when I say legit businessman, but... How can you say he's a legit businessman? (laughs) (laughs) Get your head out of his butt. Any polyps up there? uh, So, but the the answer is, uh, is he allowed to... When he's, you know, if he's off in Europe, is he allowed to stop at a place that's his business while he is serving as our president? He's a multi-billionaire. Do you, he probably has like a 15-room mansion on, on the ninth hole. So he goes and he stays for free, plays a bunch of rounds of free golf, eats a bunch of free food. <laughs> I mean, well, what, uh, what, who wouldn't do that? Like, what idiot says, you know what? I have a perfectly good house on an amazing golf course in Ireland, but you know what? I'm going to go to Scotland and pay for it. The golf course has reportedly cost him 14, uh, $41 million and has never turned a profit. Oh. Never. Well, that's okay. Sounds like one of LB's businesses. Probably in, on his K-1s, he probably needed a loss. Yeah, right. I mean, that's all right. <laughs> You're a businessman. I mean, nobody's, a, nobody's ever going to see his taxes anyway, so. Great. I mean, <laughs> Did he charge the Secret server, Service double to stay there like he did at his place in New York? Oh, yeah, Secret uh, Service are all bummed out, <laughs> sitting around the pool. Cocktails. Uh, here's a five. I don't think the Secret Service is sitting around the pool <laughs> having drinking cocktails. cocktails. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is Mike. Hello, Mike. All right. Hey, just to be clear on this, I don't really know what Donald Trump does, nor do I care, but I do like him as our president. But this morning on the news, I saw him at the beach in Normandy for the 75th anniversary of storming the beaches. Yes. So he was in France. So how was he in Ireland? Well, he went to the golf course after his trip to England. Yeah, uh, touchdown. Probably landed the helicopter. Uh, helicopter one uh, on the uh, like the 18th green, uh, putted, and then uh, headed, headed off to uh, headed off dropped to Normandy. His, dropped his ball, right where <laughs> yeah. he wanted it. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> just for that guy, you, you know, do do a little homework. Uh, Europe is a very small place. You can go from country to country to country. Oh, and yeah. Did he take a hour? Yeah, he's taking a train two hours. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not I mean, taking a train anywhere. Well, okay, so I'm just, you know, Hillman just said, you got a helicopter? Uh, yeah. You could go to every yeah. country in Europe in a day. Of course. Uh, here's a text that says he was meeting with the Irish prime minister there. Does that change your mind, Danielle? You think he could have done it somewhere yeah, you else? You could do that anywhere. He could have done it anywhere else. No. He did that with, he does that at Mar-a-Lago. He yeah. did it with the Japanese prime minister. He does it with world leaders down there too. I think Shinzo it's great because it's at my golf course. I think it's great because it's free, so he's not spending our money. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. It cost um, us. Yeah. It cost us. Coming up, we're going to talk with Andy Brickley from Nesson. Love that guy. And we'll find out what he thinks, what he knows about tonight, and whether Big Z is going to play. Whether he's going to tell the doctors. I don't care about your advice. I'm going tonight. Whether Grizz is going to play tonight after practicing yesterday. 
and what that first line needs to do that they did on Sunday, but they did not do on was that a Sorry, what they did on Saturday that they did not do on Tuesday or on Monday. Monday. Um, all of that from Andy Brickley from Nesson coming up next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Less than 12 hours away from the puck drop at the Garden tonight. At least I hope so. It's 841, so that puck better drop by 841 tonight. And we are joined, we are joined right... It's 1030 start. Yeah, it's going to get underway by about 1045 tonight. Uh, and we are joined right now by our pal Andy Brickley from Nesson, former Boston Bruin expert analyst. Brick, good morning. Morning, boys. How are we doing today? Awesome, oh, kid. Could not be more excited Game about day, tonight. Baby. Could not be more hey, you excited. Know that, that late puck drop, actually, I like because, you know, we do our pregame show on this and out on the street on Canal Street at yes. a set from 7 to 8, and it takes a little while to get in the building and get up to the ninth floor. So that little delay actually helps me see the entire game. So I'm a fan of it. Well, Brick, you, you, you don't have to get up the next morning uh, at, the, at, the, at the crack of dawn unless you're playing golf. So, of course, of course you like that. <laughs> hey, I'm a morning guy too, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so I get—I mean, there's some big questions about tonight. We had you on the other day talking about Chara and the jaw, and there's some reports say that he wants to play tonight, that he will play tonight. Others say he's not going to play for the rest of the series. Um, we, it, what have you heard about this? I've heard nothing other than everything that everybody else has heard and wondered about. And you know, you pay attention to the coach and what he says because he's probably got his finger right on the pulse. Coach, player, medical staff will determine, obviously, whether he's, this guy's going to play or not. My expectation is that he will not play tonight, but I certainly haven't ruled him out for the series. And I say that because having seen Grizzlick on the ice yesterday, thought he looked real good, comfortable, totally aware of yeah. surroundings. Uh, you know, he looked like he was getting ready to play tonight. And I'm okay with that lineup, with Chara out and Grizzlick in and just playing six defensemen. Yeah. So that would be your guess is that Grizz plays tonight. Yeah. Um, when, you know, with that injury to, to Chara, I mean, how, you know, if he were to play, how risky is that for, for a guy to, to get the, essentially get the jaw wired up and then go out there and play? Yeah, I don't know how to come at that, trying to answer it as far as, you know, damage medically to him. You know, how much danger is he in? Um, how much can he perform? How's his breathing? You know, um, I don't know, is there a concussion protocol that he's in? Because, you know, the jar is related to a lot of concussions when you get hit. So yeah. without enough information, I can't really have an opinion one way or the other. We do know that he is an incredibly tough guy. and Most hockey players are. When you're playing for the ultimate prize, you suck up a lot of pain to be out there. And 
And if there's anybody that can do it, you would put him probably in that category. So uh, this could be a medical decision. This could be not cleared to play if he's not going to play tonight. Yeah. Well, I will say, I you know, being someone, you know, uh, I I played with a broken jaw. The 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 whole breathing thing is 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 fake news, because the breathing isn't an issue, Brick. I, I <clears throat> that the issue the issue it is for you right now. Is, well, no, so I, had a so, I had, so I had some phlegm in my throat. Um, uh, you stay out till four in the morning and come in and do morning radio and not have phlegm in your throat. Uh, no, no, they, the, the breathing isn't isn't the issue. I you know when it comes to a broken jaw, I think the the real issue is where how the jaw's broken, how they had to fix it, and and if he can take you know even when you wear a cage or a, a, a bubble, you're you're still going to get whacked in the squash. Yep. You know, yep. so I think that's especially, basically the especially issue. by it, this team. Yeah. Yeah, right. These guys are north south, run everything through the glass. Yeah, um, they're big. Those boys are big too and they can get around the ice pretty good. Bruins have to have their skating game, move the puck, and that takes away a lot of that heavy contact. Do you feel like um that, you know, whether it's the top line or the second line that they had a real issue with getting that puck into the zone and and that oftentimes the other night they were trying to do too much uh as one as one guy when it came to trying to get that puck uh uh in the zone. Yeah, I thought they had problems at both ends. I didn't think they had enough clean breakouts and I put a lot of that on the forwards not coming down deeper, getting open for the defensemen, you know, ease the burden that's on these guys cuz they're under you know, a heavy forecheck by St. Louis, or you got to help them out. They did that great in game three. They got away from it in game four. And then in the offensive zone, you're right, turning down chances to put pucks on net. You know I mean? Nice shorthanded goal. Why? Shot on goal, rebound for Carlo. I mean, it's a pretty simple formula. you got a goaltender that I don't think can withstand a good offensive attack by Boston if they want to shoot the puck on this kid. I think that was evident in game three. So to not have quantity and or quality in game four on your offense makes no sense. But a lot of that is they didn't come out of their own zone with the puck. They didn't have the puck enough. They know that. That's how you beat St. Louis. We saw it in game one, certainly second and third periods, and we saw a lot of it along with the power play in game three. And I'm convinced that the Bruins are a better team if they just play their game, which is skate and don't be overly concerned with the physical aspect of the game. Just play, move the puck, own the puck, and attack the goalie. And I think it's a simple formula that they're well aware of. Yeah, you do, yeah. Brick. You don't believe Binnington can could steal a game, right? If they if they put if they put rubber on them, it, it, it's going to pay off. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I talked to a couple of guys that, you know, covering the series, former goalies in the NHL, and they know the position certainly better than I do. And I, I voiced my opinion prior to the series about Bennington, and they were in agreement. They didn't. They thought you could score on him off the rush. You could score on rebounds. He's a great story, awesome, you know, helped turn that team around from last place down to the Stanley Cup final. But based on what I'm watching, he's very beatable. But they're not – they don't seem to be some – from – at times, they don't seem to be taking the shot when it's their brick. Agreed, agreed, and uh, and and I don't know why that is. They need to be reminded that you know sometimes when you make a play like Charlie Coyle's goal, you know when Johansson fakes the shot and zips it across. I mean that's that's a beautiful goal. It's a it's a it's a well executed play, but it's put in play because you've been shooting the puck earlier in the game. You know that you can freeze the goal, you can move him out of the net. He's expecting the shot, then you can make that pass, but. If you're overpassing right from the get-go and you're not putting the puck on net, those seams won't open up and you won't get the chances that you probably should be getting. 
And you may not know this because you're not a doctor, but when it comes to Grizzlick being cleared from the protocol to in, in order to play tonight, what exactly does that take? Well, there's a, there's a long progressive list of, of tests that you have to pass, and then it's all based on the baseline that you set for yourself back in training camp. Uh, and that's a discussion for another day because, you know, you hear stories about these players that kind of fudge the baseline. You know, they get a little stupid in training camp because <laughs> they want that baseline to be something that they can pass, even right. if they're a little groggy. You know? so, yeah. But that's about all I know as far as the protocol and the progressive steps that are required. That You know, they have a very uh, detailed, accurate, you know, line of test that you have to pass because you know how – how hot topic button concussions are in professional sports. How um, how have you felt about the officiating so far in the Stanley Cup final, Andy Brickley? I've tried to ignore it. You know, it's one of the things I hate most about the job that I do, and sometimes I get a little too caught up in, in, in evaluating the officiating throughout the course of the regular season. The way I look at it is, and Bruce Cassidy talked about this, uh, you know, they have an evaluation system, the rating system. They're evaluated all year long, and based on that, the best refs are available uh, for the Stanley Cup final. And, uh, you know, there's whatever number, three, four, five of them in a, in a rotation in this series, and you expect them to be the best. So I try to ignore them. I try to take a player's mentality and just play through it. You hope there's a consistency to it. But, uh, yeah, you could you could argue some calls, obviously, in both directions. You just hope that it's uh, it's a fair game, and they call them as they see them, and you just got to trust it and live with it. I mean that that was a complete embarrassing embellishment the other night by Tarasenko. I mean, and and there's you got and you you you, you know what I mean? I mean, grabbing your face, there was zero contact yes. made. It's embarrassing. But it's a game they play these it's, days, Hildar. I know, but it's you know? But, but Brick, aren't you as somebody who played when you played? Aren't you embarrassed by it? Um. Yeah, the egregious ones are embarrassing, you know, and, and but where do you draw the line? And, and players, it almost seems like they're, I don't know if they're encouraged, but I think they're taught anything up around the head, just snap your head back and, yeah. you know, maybe you draw a call. And Yeah, that's not one of the things we love about the game, but it is a reality, and that's what players are taught to do now. And, you know, St. Louis would argue uh, Carlo going down when Perron on the back check was a dive. I mean, there's a lot of embellishment that could be argued throughout this series, and Tarasenko obviously was one of them. But, you know, again, you got to play through it. You disagree with it. You try to you try to you try to figure out what the refs are calling, and then you play to that style. And if drawing penalties is going to be part of it, because that's the way they're going to call it, there's no harm in doing it because it's all about winning. Whatever it takes to win a hockey game, that's in play. Well, today is. Bruins president Cam Neely's birthday, and is it possible that he is the flag banner captain this evening, or would he uh, would would he would he turn that down? Do you have any information about who it's going to be tonight, Brick? Oh, uh, if if I had to have an opinion on that, it would be definitely no. He wouldn't be the guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't think, think that's a bone uh, move. I, right I don't there. think. I don't think he would want. Yeah. It. I don't think he would yeah. do that. No. Yeah, I don't yeah know. And, and you know, I, it was funny. We were talking about embellishing, and I got one name for you, Claude Lemieux. It's been going on <laughs> since the beginning of time. <laughs> well. Um, hopefully we won't have are we going to have Brett Hall in our building flipping off our players uh, <laughs> tonight Brick like he was the other night 
uh, he's a unique individual, isn't he? I yeah, mean, that, that, that was. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're like one of you guys who played during the time that Brett Hull played ought to go to St. Louis and uh, get something going with him for flipping off our players like that. I mean, it's, uh, that 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 is also wildly offensive. <laughs> well, it's going to be a knockout game one way or the other, right? Game six. Yeah. You guys should take your show out there. I know. Ooh, I know. Look at you. Does, uh, you want to party with we, me, don't you? We try to. Uh, <laughs> we try not brick it these days. We try not to put LB in positions where things might go horribly wrong. Right. I, I, think, right. I, I think you. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that'd be a job in itself. <laughs> well, listen. I mean, I, I. You know, LB mentioned the stat the other day that eighty percent of the teams that win the game tonight, that win Game Five go on to to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, it, you know, is it do you believe that it is really that important to win this one tonight? I mean, it's a best of 3, but you really you want to win this one tonight, right? Yeah, obviously, but I don't put any stock in those percentages. You know, I just think back to 2011. So, every that whole playoffs, you know, the way it went, you know, it was just tossing numbers, you know, flipping them over. Yeah. So, uh, I really don't try to the percentages are there for a reason cuz it's you know, it's evident, but I'm not going to buy into that. But I do, I do like the Bruins tonight, and uh, and I, I do think whoever wins this game does win the series. So obviously, I like the Bruins, but no, I'm not going to pay too much attention to the percentages. My last question for you, Andy Brickley, is just uh, about that that first line in general. I mean, Saturday they were uh, amazing. Uh, they struggled a little the other night. You know, what is it with those guys? Uh, I don't know what makes them tick. I do know that uh, when they've had bad games and, and bad games in a row, that they do get together and they figure it out and they change the way they're playing and, and they self-analyze and they're critical of their own game. But what I love about them the most is they know how good they are and they know how important they are. And in the biggest moments, and this will be one of them, is usually when they play their best. And that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a big game from those three as well as, you know, DeBrusque and Krejci. So they got to figure out that top five. You saw who scored for St. Louis when they needed to win game four, right? O'Reilly has a pair. Tarasenko, Shen gets the open net. I mean, those are their guys. That's what I'm looking for tonight, and that's what I expect tonight from Boston. All right, well, let's get the rando dings in here. Um, what can we look forward to Nesson-wise tonight, Brick? Well, we're going to do an hour pregame, as I mentioned earlier. We'll be outside on Canal Street right in front of the fours. We've got a beautiful set there with the Hub of Causeway in the background. We'll do an hour. We'll do some uh, during that hour. We'll go inside, too, I think, up on the ninth floor. I don't think we have a fifth-floor location for this game. I think it's all NBC there. But uh, we'll be inside. I think Dale and Billy will be inside. The rest of us will be outside. In between periods, you can go to Nesson uh, Facebook Live, I think it is, or Nesson.com. We do a little in-game analysis. We each take turns in between periods. I'll probably take the first. I think Barry will take the second. And then we'll have immediately following the game, we'll have live coverage of uh, of post-game, sound from the room. Jack will get an exclusive with Bruce Cassidy. So all good stuff. You want, me to, you, you want me to join your pregame? I'm available. <laughs> yeah, come on by. All right. I love having guests. I'll give you a little expert analysis. I've been there since the beginning. So, um, all right. Your insight is welcome. All right. All right, Brick. Always <laughs> awesome to talk to you, buddy. All right, fellas. All right. Thanks, John. Okay. All right. Go, Bees. All right. There yeah, he is, Andy, Andy Brickley. And of course, always, I feel the need to point out when LB refers to him as junk, mm. uh, it has to do, uh, it has to do with, uh, 
getting junk goals. Uh, no, it has to do with his hockey intellect okay. and the fact that he can see plays developing. He he was like Gretzky like. Okay. He would he would be you know, three steps ahead of everybody on the ice. He would see what where he was going to be, you know, three time, you know, three strides ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, Danielle thought it was something else. So yeah, I thought it was, was some kind of DiMaggio. Yeah. It was like a Pete Rose Joe DiMaggio <laughs> right. thing. Now it's yeah, not he, that fun. It was He's, yeah, very very uh, very smart player. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with the Pete Rose Joe DiMaggio thing. He was a penis with a man hanging from it. Right. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Coming up, we are going to talk about the HBO series Chernobyl with the offer of what many say is the very best book out there on Chernobyl. It's called Midnight at Chernobyl. His name is Adam Higginbottom, and he will join us to discuss the HBO series that I have been obsessed with, and so has Shu, by the way. That's Um, phenomenal. So we'll do that coming up next. This is... Keith. Hey, Keith, what's going on? How you doing there, guys? What's up? Good morning. What's up? I just wanted to call. I was just talking to Stiz here for a minute. You were telling me, to, or telling the listeners there, that um, Larry was a D-Day, correct? Yes, Larry was. Yes, the late Larry was. He almost made it, because today's the 75th anniversary of it. Yes, yes it is. I, yes. I, wanted to, I just wanted to call up just to, if anybody knows any of those of that generation, thank them. Because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be in the country we're in now, let me tell you. Well, you're absolutely right about that. And we are, uh, earlier, caller mentioned that we are losing 350 World War II veterans a day now. Yeah. Wow. So they're... Think uh, about, it's 75 years from D-Day. So yeah. if you think about, a lot of them lied to right. sign up. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. actually like 15 yeah. years old. Yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to go the youngest possible. Yeah. How old they are now? They're getting in their 90s, 90s, 80s, yeah. and mostly 90s. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Larry, our pal Larry was 102 <clears throat> yeah. when yeah. he passed away. So, yeah, it is uh, it is uh, indeed um, something that you should think about at some point today. And we'll be right back. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.